Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey there, and welcome to this episode where we're going to continue our series on intrusive thoughts. And in this episode specifically, we're going to talk about intrusive thoughts that are around sexuality. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is Matt Cotty, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker and the founder of Restored Minds and the creator of the AAA Response. And before we dive into this episode, I'd really appreciate if you could take some time to help support the show by liking and subscribing as well as even leaving a comment or question below and um, potentially even leaving us a review over on iTunes. It would really help us and we very much would appreciate it. So, um, and those, and for those of you that are looking for help with intrusive thoughts or OCD or anxiety or really anything on that spectrum, I have some links right down in the notes um, that will uh, direct you over to a free guide as well as a workshop you can get started on. And there's additional resources over at restoredminds.com. So let's go ahead and dive in. So, if you haven't, um, you know, watched or listened to the first two episodes of this series on intrusive thoughts, please do so, you know, because again, this is all going to kind of build on itself. And um, when it comes to intrusive thoughts, again, we're talking about thoughts that are just invading a person's awareness. And we're talking in, in the last episode, we talked about why trying not to think intrusive thoughts actually makes them worse, you know, with the white bear effect. Um and what I want to talk about today is really this idea of um, specific intrusive thoughts. And I want to kind of go into the series here and talk about different themes. And so um, in this one specifically, I want to talk about just kind of some intrusive thoughts that commonly um, kind of try to, you know, really attack one's sexuality. And there's really, when you, when you talk about intrusive thoughts, they kind of fall into three main categories. You have sexual intrusive thoughts, you have... Um, harmful intrusive thoughts, and then intrusive thoughts that are usually related to one's faith or religion or existential ideas. And, you know, again, there's so many ways that these manifest. So I'm going to kind of talk about those three categories on a broad, um, broad context, because I don't believe it's valuable to dive into the you know, the internet's done such a great job now of coming up with all these subtypes of OCD and anxiety. And the problem is, is that now people think that they have like multiple disorders when it's really like they just have different intrusive thoughts popping into their head. So they might have intrusive thoughts that are, you know, harmful in nature. They might be like, well, I have harm OCD and now I have, you know, sexual orientation OCD and pedophilia OCD. And then I have, uh, you know, you know, scrupulosity and I have this, it's like, no, we're, we're talking about the same mechanism. Right, we're talking about the same exact mechanism. And, and so thinking that you have all these different forms of OCD is, is not helpful and it won't be helpful on your journey to recovery. And so I really encourage you to let that go. And on, on this episode, I want to just talk about, um, yeah, intrusive thoughts related to sexuality. So, and I want to start off by saying like, look, I'm not like a sexuality expert. It's not my like area of study. Right. And, and, but like there is specific differences 
when we're talking about OCD and anxiety um, versus, you know, actual issues that are related to sexuality. And I want to just kind of discuss that. So when we're talking about intrusive thoughts in the realm of sexuality, what we're talking about here are intrusive thoughts that are invading a person's mind and causing them to question or doubt their very identity. And this, and these are very, very different than sexual desires that someone is experiencing. And I just want to really distinguish that for a second, right? These, these thoughts are going to be ego dystonic, right? Is, is how we categorize them, right? Not ego syntonic, meaning uh, when something is ego syntonic, it aligns with you at your core, right? Of who you know you are right? Versus something that's ego dystonic is something that it's like, Hey, you know, this doesn't, this doesn't resonate. Like, I don't, I don't want these thoughts. I don't find these thoughts appealing and they cause disgust generally, right? As opposed to thoughts that are causing someone, um, you know, again, arousal, right? Or, you know, fantasies that are causing someone arousal. So they're very, very different. They're intrusive, they're ego dystonic, and they are generally, uh, you know, they, they generally produce feelings of disgust, right? You know, um, and, and shame and just like, you know, they're, they're thoughts that people would, um, when they're, because they're intrusive, they're thoughts that people aren't acting on, right? They, this doesn't drive behavior. In fact, usually it drives the opposite behavior of like, you know, um, seclusion, right? You know, secluding yourself, isolating yourself, being away from, um, you know, people that potentially trigger these thoughts, all that stuff. So, you know, some of the most common forms of sexual intrusive thoughts that, um, that people encounter are things like questioning their sexuality, right? And so, um, you know, when we're talking about whether someone is gay or straight and, and it, you know, but I mean, this can also go into things like whether someone's trans or, you know, identity questions, right? Things like this. Um, and, and this is what what's happening is, is the mind is, you know, producing thoughts like what if this happened or what, like you know, trying to analyze an event, like what if I turned gay or what if I turned straight, right? And because and I've worked with people who have both issues. And generally what you're looking at here is the person has maintained a certain identity for their life. And then, you know, generally this onset of anxiety started and then the anxiety, the what if thoughts started to attack the person's sexuality. And the person generally is very concrete in knowing who they are, who they really are, right? And, and the, the intrusive thoughts are attacking that. So in any case, because again, there's people that have, you know, again, been totally, you know, again, comfortable with the idea that they're gay and in the in OCD or intrusive thoughts starts attacking, oh, well, you know, what if I'm actually straight? What if I went through this process of coming out and now I have to like go and re redo that and, and, you know, and all that when really they know that through their whole life, they've been attracted to the same sex and, and that's been who they are. And now the OCD is coming in and attacking this same thing with people that are straight. The OCD will oftentimes attack and, and, uh, you know, really start to put questions like what if I'm gay, right. Or, you know, bisexual or whatever. Right. And the thing is, is that person has in almost every case been very confident of who they are up to that point and, you know, knows what causes them to be sexually aroused. And now the OCD is attacking that particular aspect of their life. So the first one would be sexuality. And then 
Also, another um, common one are things like, you know, what if I'm attracted to children, right? Or, you know, what we'd call pedophilia OCD. And this is a, a again, a common sub form of, of the attack. Now, again, and I want to be clear, like people, this is very different than, you know, being a true pedophile, right? Like someone who's attracted to children and, and is, um, you know, sexually aroused by children. When, with pedophilia OCD, and it's the same with any other really form of OCD when it comes to sexuality, the person has no interest in engaging in any of that kind of behavior. The thoughts and the doubts of what if that happened or what if that was possible or what if that happened in the future or, you know, analyzing their past to see if there was any indication that anything like that could have occurred or, or like if there's ever been any kind of attraction in the past, like they'll, they'll spend their time ruminating about this. And the th problem is, is that it has nothing to do with their sexuality, right? Because, because, and this is the, what's so tricky about OCD is it always masks itself as one problem when really OCD is the underlying problem. Okay. And, and it will mask, and, and what I've kind of found when you really look underneath, like the fears around sexuality, it, it generally is not um, this idea of like the person's homophobic or anything like that, because what, you know, if you use that logic, right, that, well, the person's just homophobic. And so they're worried about what if they turn gay you know, the thing is, is that if by that logic and it's like, okay, well, why would someone who is gay worry about becoming straight? Are they, are they straight phobic? It's like, well, no, you know, and, and what, what you find is if you really go to kind of the root of the fear, if you really dig underneath it, it usually is more on a level of what other people would think about them. Right. And, and that's kind of what I found when you come from like a core fear level, you know, when you talk to people who wrestle with these fears, right? It's a lot about that idea of social rejection, right? Um, and fears of, of what other people would think. Now, not in every case, but that's just kind of like a generality. Um, and then there's also fears of incest or ancestral acts, right? Um, fears, they could have sexual intrusive thoughts towards religious figures, right? That's very common when it comes to sexuality. And so again, these are going to be intrusive thoughts towards god or jesus or the virgin mary right you know i mean these kind of figures and so so what i've what i've kind of found when it comes to intrusive thoughts around sexuality is generally the ocd and anxiety will manifest in a way where the person is having thoughts that they deem to be probably the most inappropriate things they could ever imagine for themselves right or or things that are just completely incongruent with who they know they really are and what happens a lot of times is they then pursue um, guidance from, you know, therapists or people that have more expertise in sexuality. And it ends up leading into more confusion, more doubt, more uncertainty, and, and oftentimes way, way is, is more destructive than actually getting the help with intrusive thoughts and OCD, right? Because we're talking about apples and oranges here. We're not talking about a true issue or, you know, disturbance with one's sexuality. What we're talking about is intrusive thoughts about sexuality, right? So intrusive thoughts are really the main mechanism or the main issue at hand. The content of what they're producing just latches onto these themes. And again, they could be anything, right? One's sexuality, pedophilia, incest, 
um, you know, and, and these thoughts of what if that happened, they might have actual intrusive images of these events, which again, usually produce a lot of anxiety and uh, disgust for the person. They are not, again, appealing to the individual. The individual, they are not fantasies. They're very different than fantasies. Um, and, and again, this is, it's important to talk, to differentiate this idea of egocentric and egodystonic thoughts because these these thoughts will fall into that egodystonic category. And I and I want to talk about the broad overall concept of sexuality with intrusive thoughts because they will latch on to all these different categories and oftentimes bounce around in between categories. And it doesn't mean that this person has 18 variations of OCD. It just means that the thoughts are manifesting in this realm. And oftentimes they will usually bounce around into the other intrusive thought themes as well, which is a big indicator of, you know, this being an OCD and anxiety issue versus a specific content issue. Because when someone, and, and, and most of the time people who have these intrusive thoughts will also have had a history of other types of intrusive thoughts or other manifestations of OCD and anxiety in their past. And so when you, when you look at intrusive thoughts from this level, it's so important not to just take what the mind is saying at face value, especially the what if thinking or, and, and a lot of the rumination and analyzing that the person's engaging in, because if you try to talk out this issue, it will generally lead to more chaos and more confusion because you're not, it'd be the same as trying to talk out someone who's rest, like if someone's wrestling with um, contamination OCD and you're dealing with germs and disease fears if you try to talk out and rationalize the fear of AIDS or the fear of a certain disease, it never gets anywhere. It, it just is like, that's why ERP is the most effective treatment is because, you know, and I, and I've been lost in conversations about, you know, any and all topics you can imagine, because the moment you're trying to use logic to it, you know, the, the part of the brain that's activated with OCD doesn't understand language. And that's one of the biggest issues is that people will go to a, a therapist or counselor and they'll try to talk out their intrusive thoughts only to find that they leave more confused, more overwhelmed, more uncertain than ever before. Or the therapist will reassure them, which is another big compulsion, that these intrusive thoughts aren't anything to worry about or that this isn't really what it is. And then the person will feel better and then they'll keep going to the therapist to get reassured. So there's many dynamics here that, that again, I know I'm addressing on a very you know, kind of tip of the iceberg level, but it's important that, that we understand all of this collectively. It's like, if you're dealing with sexual intrusive thoughts, again, we're not talking about things that are sexually arousing or fantasies. They're very different. Okay. And, and so I want to separate that again, that idea of ego dystonic and ego syntonic. And then the idea of understanding that the thoughts will often manifest into different variations. So that's like one of the key indicators of OCD and anxiety is the thoughts start bouncing around to different topics. They might stay on one and it might be like the central one, but there usually be a history of different intrusive thoughts, or there'll be variations of other intrusive thoughts happening at the same time. And because of that, instead of trying to go into the content and analyze the specific topic that the person's obsessing about, it's so important to step back and see it from a, a high level OCD perspective with the loop, really understanding the behaviors the person engage, is engaging in that is perpetuating the loop and really work to dismantle the loop through, again, exposure, response prevention, 
uh, using the AAA response and uh, the the other tools that are shown to be effective with this. So, you know, I know this is a obviously a sensitive topic, and um, but yeah, I know I know that many people with OCD and anxiety struggle with uh, these specific thoughts, and they're often not talked about, and they're definitely usually given misguidance. Um, most of the people who wrestle with these things just never even bring them up because of the humiliation and shame they experience from having these unwanted intrusive thoughts. And I think it's so important that just separating this idea that these intrusive thoughts are not reflective of the individual's desires. They're not a reflective of the individual's personality. They're not some deep, dark desires for the individual. Even it's, um, it really is a manifestation of stress. And, um, and, and just understanding that when you start putting the behavioral tools in practice, that's why when you really break the loop, the thoughts begin to dismantle, they dissolve, and the person can go back to just living life how they normally were living before the onset of this. Um, and, you know, and, and it's not that they don't need to keep putting the tools into place, but it's about solving the right problem. So hope that was helpful. Um, and if, again, if you found this episode helpful, if you're looking for help with things like this, uh, if you're wrestling with this, you know, please contact us over at restoredminds.com. We have various options to help you on this journey. And, and again, more importantly, like if you are dealing with intrusive thoughts, this is something that you can break out of, right? This is not a lifelong sentence. You is, it's really about just understanding the problem correctly and putting the right tools into practice. So Thank you so much for taking the time to hang out today. Hope this was helpful. And I wish you guys, as always, a great week. See you soon. Hi there, Matt Cotty here. And thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you. And the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode.